0: Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up.
1: When you bring me out. Can you introduce me as Jake
0: Stewart? And I'm Matt.
1: And this is the nuclear fridge. <laughs>
2: it's completely insane. You guys are idiots.
1: Do you have nuclear weapons in the fridge? Is that nuclear waste?
2: This whole fridge
1: is a joke.
2: Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different.
3: Stupid fridge guys. Well go to school boys hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of the nuclear fridge as always i'm your host matt Paget, and today i'm joined by my best friends in the whole world jacob decker
0: doesn't seem like best friends if uh, they heard that last conversation going on <laughs> pretty,
3: hurtful, pretty hurtful you know what sometimes sometimes you gotta knock your best friends down to keep them from blowing up. I don't think oh, so. To make how yourself works. feel better for their own good. That's the old saying. Knock,
0: knock your friends down to make yourself feel better. That, that, that's, that's from the the Matt Paget, the book of Matt Paget.
3: Exactly. And Stuart Gears. Hello. And someone I will never ever <laughs> knock down because he'll never blow up. He'll never turn against me. Is Mikey Dowling? How's it going, buddy?
1: I've been cry laughing for like since we started this fucking
2: episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have okay, can I say one thing? Like, get genuinely, it off your chest, Stuart. Let's go. Well, I wanna get it off. Matt, when have I ever turned against you or been against you? No, it's a joke. That <laughs> No, it wasn't. <laughs> You've never been you didn't you you said that there was a little malice in there.
3: There were times in Gang Beasts where you grabbed me. Oh, and then, Stuart's a demon in
0: Gang gang Beast. He's like, I don't know how to play this game. And then he knocks everyone out. And we're like, how did you do that? And he's like, oh, I don't know.
3: He's doing, like, headstands
0: hey, and fucking, hey. like,
3: yeah. climbing up a fucking wall backwards like the fucking Exorcist. It's wild, <laughs> man.
2: Justin's good, too. I'm not the only one. Yeah, hey, but you well, still win. I,
3: I do love it. It's still unreal. It's yeah. just a
2: peaceful game. Is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is it is. Like I know the whole point is you're supposed to be like taking each other out, but it's so funny that like, and I don't care why I lose in that. Like that's one of those games like when you lose and everything, like there's no stress about it. It's a little I, cartoon character that gets knocked out. That's I'm all.
0: never at peace playing Gang Beasts Oh, yeah.
2: I I,
3: I definitely I see what you mean, Stuart. I I get it. It's just I, funny. Uh, like I get knocked all the time and get like
2: whacked a million feet, and I think it's the funniest thing.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I do, I like, one of my favorite things in that game is to grab someone and then to jump off the platform. I don't like that. That is always I don't the best. like when
2: people
0: do that.
3: <laughs> you it's do it the the all the
2: time, best. Stuart. I don't jump off with them. Oh, no, I guess you don't. That's, that's a, that's the coward's way
3: out. No, somehow you use, like, <coughs> psychic fucking powers in that game to <laughs> zoom back onto the platform.
2: I use my, I, I purposefully made my character look like Black Suit Daredevil so that I have Super sensitive Yes, the game.
3: it is. It is really funny that you're <laughs> like, hey, we should play this game called B- Gang Beast and then we log on and you're dressed like fucking Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even remember what I'm I'm dressed up. I, I know that one of them is like oh, Lucha Cop. I'm dressed up as a cop with Lucha a Lucha cop mask. Cop was good.
2: Yeah. Justin right now has his. He's just Zorro. Um, yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Mike, have you, played, I, have you played Gang Beasts at all? Uh, very little. I played it. It's cross play. We oh. can play it. Oh, we, sh- we should. <laughs> I mean, he's I got agree. an
0: Xbox too. <laughs> oh, that's right. Wait, you yes. have an Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God.
1: laughs>
2: We're that not friends saying. on
1: Xbox. I think, but, on, you know, to be fair, I, I only have Jake on Xbox so far. Which that's we need fair. Because we've talked about playing We need to games. fix this
3: yeah. ASAP. Right. All right, Stop the episode and we gotta add a, We gotta add each other right now <laughs> oh, look
2: at me, I'm Matt I'm gonna be condescending because one of my friends Wants to be friends with his other friend Oh well, we can do it after the episode I didn't say it right now I said it as soon as possible so That doesn't mean right fucking now Matt Yes let's shut our shit down Stop recording so I can go send a friend Invite out on my Xbox Right now, that's what I'm saying I'm over I love- this episode <laughs> Greatest episode of all time. I'm already done. I'm
1: (laughs) Um, done. I love it.
0: Stuart, Stuart, I've got some good news. So I saw our good friend Steven today. Oh, yeah. How is Steve? And we were we were talking about Fortnite, and I was like, oh, Steven won't play Fortnite. And uh he was like, no, I'll play Fortnite. And I was like, motherfucker, we've asked you so many times to do the no building a ton mode, of And times. you always say no. And he's like, no, you guys never asked me. And I was like, literally every time we play. And you're like, no, I don't want to. So what I did is I recorded a video of him saying, I will play Fortnite with you guys. So we've oh, got proof.
2: Thank you. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's good. Then we can have a full squad. That's
0: good. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't want to really want to play Fortnite.
3: So I, I like the no building mode. They added Darth Vader so we can... Really cool, <laughs> and we can. I mean, I, I like no <laughs> do the battle path.
0: Too. It's more
2: just like you know, the you investment. know, Matt. You say that, but you, I, there's that part of you that's like, I want Darth Vader. Well,
3: I mean, I I I just want to make Darth Vader do fucking dances. <laughs> as if that's, that's really... not, if that, as if that's not the part that Jake hates. Oh my god, it's that's th- there's no, that game is funny. amazing. If that oh, game was yeah. literally just buy dances and watch a like virtual character do them. Matt, that's I, what I would it play is. that. That's game. what it is for you every day with Stuart. We would laugh our asses at these car- at like, oh, here's Frankenstein doing <laughs> doing, doing the uh yeah doing the <laughs> gritty, and it's just like so fucking funny. I,
2: I do genuinely want to say because I used to like. I mean, I'm somewhat more recent to Fortnite. But...
0: Don't lie, Stuart. You've been getting those skins for a long time. We all know it. You've made your brother get those skins for you when you didn't think you'd be able to. oh Oh, he's planning ahead he's he's a planner dude the
2: first true season of it i played was when they were like we're gonna do a marvel season and i was like okay
0: all right so what season 1.5
2: i don't know how long ago that was i have no idea about seasons and things because like this new season's like chapter three and i was just like i feel like this game's been out longer than three chapters
3: well, um, I think I think we were playing Modern Warfare at the time because I remember being confused why he was logged into Fortnite <laughs> yeah, while we were playing was. Modern Warfare, and I think it's because his brother was playing was unlocking Wolverine for him. I unlocked we Wolverine.
2: Were... Don't you take away
3: my Well, I mean, I, d- I don't remember them. what it was, but something happened during Modern Warfare time. And one Modern time Warfare when we were time, playing, Zach was in my room, was playing
2: because someone was sleeping in his room, and then. He was unlocking, doing challenges for me, which I'm like, I don't care. That's fine. I don't care about that. Look, yeah, I'm sure you didn't ask him Is to. not Fortnite? Look, if you take it as a third person shooter, it's competent and fun. The problem is the building, which I know is like the core
0: aspect of the game. But no, now it's, that it's gone, the building is it's not really. The problem. I think it's fun. The building is not fun. the problem. It's that it's we're too building old. Monuments no, it's, it's for... that we're too old to figure
2: out building. <laughs> It's it's too much. It's too much tuna fish, and I, yeah. I'm not okay with it. The point is, is when you're at the end of a match, and, like, someone builds a, like, mausoleum around you, it's a bit much. But now you don't have that. And I can be Batman taking out, like, you know, nine-year-olds. That sounded wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can dress up as Batman and take out nine-year-olds. Come but on, anyway. kids, where you want to go? On, like, the thing is, too, I don't play Fortnite. Like that much in comparison to like most of what I play is with you guys lately, which has been Evil Dead, which is fantastic. I want to play that with Mikey. Oh um, yeah, we got to play. And, Evil Dead. and 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 then Insurgency and Gang Beasts. those are like the main three.
3: And Insurgency, yeah. Just got an Evil, update Evil today, Dead is pretty awkward. much all I think about. Really I, I love that fucking. It's game.
2: really, really like that game in multiplayer is just so satisfying. Oh yeah, played after I totally this agree. episode. I yes, we absolutely will.
3: And then Which, Mikey and me get... can be
2: Xbox friends.
3: Yes, Mikey and I can be Xbox friends, yes. too. Um, you're not supposed to say it in the proper... You're supposed to say me. Uh, Cause Mikey familiar. and I can be Xbox friends. But if you uh. say it improper, it's funnier. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart the comedy genius over there. Speaking of comedies, uh we have been wanting to talk about these movies for a really fucking long time. And we're not gonna Yeah, going both to. are ex- both are so funny. Yeah. They they are uh well I mean the one of them is funny. One of them's hilarious. Uh, yes. I uh are we are we gonna talk about these or or, or are we just never gonna talk about these? Well Jake said no. we're gonna talk about comics. So. Uh, well, uh, Jake I, I, said that to get you into the chat. Yeah, I was trying so. to get you into the on, chat. Oh. <laughs> Stuart, I'm oh. sorry. Okay, let's talk uh, about you, no. It, so no, I've act, no, I've no, Stuart... I've been excited
2: to t- I've been excited to talk about these with with, with everybody because yeah. I, we have we talk we spoke briefly about it. Well, I spoke briefly about it with with Mikey and Jake after we saw them, but that's been the extent.
3: I spoke briefly about it with you two after, and you a little Jake bit, hadn't yeah. seen them. Uh, so you well, and we I talked spoke about we talked a little
2: bit about Northmen.
3: I hadn't and, seen and unbearable weight at that time. You got a little mad at me for my opinion of unbearable weight of massive. I didn't talent. get. A, I didn't.
2: I didn't get mad. I wasn't mad. I just was. I was. I was surprised. I
3: guess. I mean, you were mean. I wasn't. You said so you call me names and shit, which is pretty rude. No, I didn't call you names. I think the meanest I've ever been to you, ever
2: was just saying that you were wrong about the Tarzan soundtrack. I think that's the meanest I've ever been to
3: you. Yeah, that really fucked me up, too. That was, that was really rude. It wasn't even rude. It was just trying to guide
2: you into, like, the yeah. right, because I didn't want you to be looked down upon.
3: Well, anyway, unbearable Way to Massive talent, the fun new flick from Nicolas Cage. It's not new anymore.
0: It was it's, new yeah, when initially going to record this, like, three months this was ago. A mo-
3: <laughs> and, <laughs> I, and for some reason, we were, we were, we were like, uh, oh, yeah, let's do these two movies together, like, 20 episodes ago. Where, and also, where Matt stole Jake and I's idea to see both movies at the same time.
0: That's true. He did do that,
3: yeah. Except I did it before you guys. But you aimed. still stole the idea. Yeah,
0: but you wouldn't have thought of it if I hadn't brought and it up. And you guys
3: never did that. So no, we did. We did, do, honestly, it. We we did do it. We did it with Mikey. Yep. We had a great you saw, time. You, you guys saw them again together? Yeah, well, oh no, well, no, we bo- Unbearable Weight was the first time for all
2: of us. Yes. And then North Minute was my second.
3: Okay, well, I'm really glad that I was invited to this. I invited uh, you. Yeah. Yeah, you just I
2: invite
0: you to everything, and then you just, like, oh, I'm in Cain, I live It's in too Cina. far. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> all
3: right, well, <laughs> Unbearable Weight to Massive Talent, doo doo movie. Uh, that's, no, I'm just, <laughs> uh, let, let's go around. Okay, Mikey, you're our guest. What did you think of Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent?
1: <clears throat> I very much enjoyed that movie. I It was one of the few movies I saw a trailer for and kind of had an idea where I thought it was going to go for the whole movie, and it didn't go that way. Um, at least not 100%. And I thoroughly enjoyed everyone's performances in the film. Um, and there was... Way, way more laughter than I was expecting, even though I went in knowing it was most likely going to be a comedy. Uh, but yeah, I I loved it, and I think I loved it even more knowing that I was there with people who loved Nicolas Cage. A oh, that's nice. Astronomical <laughs> fuck ton. Um, so that was just a good experience.
3: How about you, Stuart? What did you think of Unbearable Weight <laughs> of Massive Talent? Um, well, first off, We'll, we'll get into experience. it. Don't worry. I got to no, just no, no, no. a quick I got, quick I mean, little I, summation. No,
2: I got to meet Mikey in person. It was fantastic. This is true. It was great theater. Great experience. No, the movie I thought was it, for me, I think well, I mean, of course, if you love Nicolas Cage, it's a fun time. Like it's a love letter to Nicolas Cage fans. But I just forgot how long it's been since I went to a theater and saw a comedy that was genuinely funny. And I laughed throughout most of this movie, I, you know, I, I mean like there's some jokes, yeah, that were more of like chuckle worthy than like out loud. But then there were those out loud moments like I, I I couldn't remember the last time I was in a theater and saw a movie like that that was making me laugh that much. So I I, re- I was pleasantly surprised. And I, if it's one of those movies,
3: I was afraid wouldn't be good. And it was luckily that- I thought it was really funny. <clears throat> That was definitely my feeling as well. Uh scared that it would not be good. Jake? Well, I, I think I think my fear was that it it
0: was trying too hard to capitalize on the Nicolas Cage meme-ness is Nicolas Cage, you know. And, and it, it definitely does like spend a lot of time joking about the, the the myth of Nicolas Cage, but I think it works pretty well. I, I, I had a blast. I really liked it. Um I like Stuart was saying, just like I haven't laughed that hard in a movie theater in quite a while, which is nice. But yeah. I dug it a lot. I love Nicolas Cage though. Anything he does, I'm usually pretty into.
3: Yeah, so I I definitely um I, I ended up loving it. I, I think this is a movie that <laughs> is more than what? You love it? I ended up loving it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I told you. Our oh, last
2: conversation, it. you did not say love.
3: No, because any criticism you take as complete. You did no, no, some, no, no, no. I didn't say that, but you didn't say loved. I'm happy you turned around. No, no, I didn't turn around. Like I've always, I always loved this movie. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. I love
0: how this podcast, like the highlight of this podcast now, is just Matt and Stewart arguing over. Like, <laughs> I'm not arguing. We yeah. talked.
2: No, no, no. We talked about it, and he said I, I, I enjoyed it, but you know, it was like. It was like, okay, I thought so let it was really good. It was, let like, me explain. I, like it wasn't a, let me explain my, my feelings. I'm happy you St- did. Stuart I'm not is, like, arguing.
3: forgetting. <laughs> this is not me forgetting. This All is right. not me forgetting. Well, let me explain my feelings on the film. Okay, explain so your feelings I was, on the film. I was really worried that it was it was not going to be very good. And I think um, about right after the like the really, like, Uh, like when he's in the, he's in that computer room and he's being a secret agent and he's drugged and he's like, he needs, he needs the antidote or whatever. Once that got over with, I, I settled into the film and ended up like really loving the interaction between Nicolas Cage and, uh, Pedro Pascal, who Pedro Pascal is the fucking highlight of the movie for me. He is so fucking lovable, that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand how he can. How I, I don't understand. I do not understand how much like how someone can be that fucking likable to the point where I want to like contact this dude and see if he wants to be friends because <laughs> he he really stole the movie for me. Um, but some of my 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 main problem with it and. I don't know if it was a directing thing. I don't know if it was an editing thing or what what happened. But the movie felt a little rushed in terms of its jokes. Like, it didn't feel like it gave enough time for some of the jokes to breathe. Like, I remember the Paddington 2 joke where Pedro Pascal says, Oh, my favorite movie is Paddington 2 nicholas cage just goes huh and then it immediately cuts to nicholas cage crying watching paddington 2 and saying it's amazing and i felt like if that had just been given like two more beats to soak in how ridiculous nick cage found that before jumping into it that would have hit a lot harder um but have you seen paddington 2 i haven't but i mean i'm talking more about comedy timing
0: oh well, but if you've uh, seen paddington 2 then maybe you'd understand because that movie's amazing
2: i know you've seen paddington I, 1
3: yeah oh i've seen paddington 1 I and i loved beat, it so much i don't I need had to, pause to realize that that movie is amazing um yeah i guess really you
1: need to be on the level of where they were in that film to understand you, and not need to be
3: no yeah totally and like honestly the chemistry between nick cage and pedro pascal like it doesn't matter like that that stuff didn't bother me because of how good they were like i I don't think i've ever like like you guys said i don't think i ever laughed i i I don't remember the last time i laughed as hard as i did when they did acid and there was that whole fucking (laughs) section of the movie where they were on acid (laughs) and like (laughs) The, and that the crazy thing is is that like everything this movie does has the potential to go really bad and not funny and lame and too well, silly but this movie is just like Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal are just so fucking lovable in this movie and they they just work together so fucking well that everything they fucking do together every scene where they're together it is fucking amazing it is so fucking good well you said and, like
0: at any moment you felt like this movie could have gone south but it didn't and, and I think that was kind of one of my concerns going into it was that like like I was saying earlier like Nicolas Cage has kind of become a meme right and I was kind of worried that this movie would just be like oh it's Nicolas Cage like yeah he's, he's the meme here's, here's the like, oh he's a bad actor and stuff but like it, it really felt like it was made by people who genuinely really enjoyed Nicolas Cage movies like faults and all because like that that's you know like a lot of people when i when i first started talking about how much i like Nicolas Cage movies and stuff like a lot of people just thought i was joking and it was like i mean kind of like i think a lot of these movies are funny and like sometimes they're unintentionally funny but like at the end of the day there's something about Nicolas Cage and the movies he's in that i just find so compelling because there's there's a certain energy he brings to his characters that like You don't really see in a lot of actors. I I almost feel like a lot of other talent almost just takes things a little too seriously, which is almost weird to say about Nicolas Cage, because if you've seen interviews with him, he is the kind of guy who seems like he takes himself pretty seriously. But there's just something about him that he brings to sets that I just like. I can't get enough of. And and I think this movie really embodied all of that like seeing that i was like yeah i i i love this guy and for good reason not just because i think he's funny but i think he has a lot more he's got massive talent that people don't give him credit for
2: well that's the, no, the big thing totally. when people like joke and meme on him it's like yes those the movies where those memes and stuff come from like yeah of course like like i can't even describe how much i love vampires kiss and how fucking memeable that movie is it's fantastic but You know the man is is genuinely a great actor, Um, and especially I mean more recently people could see that movies like you know like Pig and you know Mandy he's able to be more extreme but he also has his more somber moments in it but but Pig is incredible like but no no but that's my thing mm, It's like if you he's it's not like oh finally someone wrote a movie for him and steered him in the right direction it's like the man's a great actor like it's not necessarily that. I mean, of course, writing is what will make or break movies, but Nicolas Cage always brings something, even if the movie isn't good. It kind of reminds me of, like, very different actors, but it kind of reminds me of, like, Anthony Hopkins. Like, it does not matter what movie that man is in. He's gonna be giving it, you know, his energy. And, you know, like Nicolas Cage, yeah, sometimes in movies where maybe it's not a great movie, but he'll, he'll have that (laughs) Though <laughs> there will be those cage moments that make me not regret my watch, like I wasn't huge on uh, what was it? The color out of space, the, pur- the like, purple movie he did, Jake. That, uh, like yeah, I think it's just I, the color from outer space, color, color from outer space. Like, I wasn't big on that movie, but it has some solid scenes with Nicolas Cage that I was like, I'm happy I
0: watched it. Yeah, like when he sees himself on TV, <laughs>
2: that was fantastic. Like, that whole scene is genuinely funny and well done. And this movie, I'm just it was funny because yes, there is some ludicrous stuff and like they go extreme with like how big of a fan Pedro Pascal is of him. But the movie is always very respectful of him and what he's done. It's never you know like what? fuck you. Mentioning that Stuart and, and I really liked that it stayed
3: that way. I'm really surprised they didn't go harder on him being a huge fan of him. Like he has like a a crazy collection. Well but that's I'm sh- that's like, like the most extreme, right. Well I mean, let, let me let me let me just explain what I'm talking about. The the scene where they're talking about their favorite movies. I I thought for sure they were going to go, "Oh, I love Face Off, I love The Rock, I love this other Nicolas Cage movie." But he actually was like he he was still a normal person who liked other movies that Nicolas Cage wasn't in. And I think that did a he, like They didn't go for the meme. They didn't go for the obvious like, oh, he's a super fan and he doesn't watch. He's he's not the guy that is Nicolas Cage isn't in it. I'm not going to watch that movie like he's Pedro Pascal is still a real person. And that is like, I think it it is such a small thing. but it it, was so fucking important for me to like buy the character.
2: It grounds the movie, right? Because it's like It, it turns him into just like a genuine fan instead of like a
3: stalker. Well, a real person like is more what I'm going for. Right. Um I and I, I, I honestly can't say how much I like I, I cannot describe how much I love Pedro Pascal in that movie. Like I when he looked over, he they were like they thought those two guys were like following them. And he's like, Hey, just look over there and, and laugh. Just real <laughs> yeah. casually. And he just looked over and laughed like a crazy person it was (laughs) it it was so fucking good
2: well the thing with that scene that stood so much out to me is how they set it up because they set it up of like talking about their movie and they're already you know on acid and they're like yeah we could pretend like those two guys over there are like watching us and he's like yeah yeah have they been watching us and then they just slowly (laughs) start getting actually paranoid about it and it's so well done like it's Uh, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, their chemistry together and their performances, like, it's not like I I know Nicolas Cage said originally he I know he ended up he did see it, but he said he didn't want to because it was like a much more extreme version of himself, which situationally like this movie goes in like the places where it's very much like, you know, it's like almost goes to action movie territory in some places and stuff like that. And it's entertaining, but they're never too over the top ever there's never like as far as their like humor goes it's never like bat shit crazy or like throw in ridiculous unnecessary raunchy humor with him or oh let's have him do you know a line from face off randomly like it's all i don't know it, it, I, I i really thought they were i don't know they, I felt like i thought like like i guess it's more surprising but happy that they just didn't go for the low ball shots
1: but I feel like yeah. they were able to cover that by having de-aged Nicolas Cage around, too. Oh, my to God. To go for, like, the insane, <laughs> insane shit. Cause like,
2: Nick, was it Nicky? Yeah. <laughs> he called him?
1: Like, that was where I was like, oh, okay, this is where you're going to put the really outrageous stuff. Because I had no idea from the trailer how they would use that version of him. And the way it works in the movie is Chef's Kiss it was so you- fucking good.
3: Yeah, I mean, the trailer, I saw that character, or, I mean, at the point, I just thought it was Nick Cage, and I thought, like, oh, they're going to do a thing where uh, he's like, oh, please dress up like one of your old characters or something like that. And I'm glad they went the route they did where it's a, like, it's it's him talking to his former self. Uh, I, I enjoyed that a lot. And then when they make out, too. So good. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, there were some, there were some, you know, choices that I, I, I mean, I looked at the director and he hasn't really done much. He hasn't. And yeah. he, he, so I understand why some of these things stand out and, and go, oh, well, that was a weird choice. Or, and oh, if I had done this, I would have let it breathe. But like in the end, like, I think the, the, the content, the story, the, the writing and the the chemistry between the two actors, like just elevates it and is it, 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 it really doesn't bother me because just how good the rest of the movie is. Uh, and damn, I love that Pedro Pascal, man. Has he, has the director done a feature before? Uh, I looked him up. Think I think he him did up another feature. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I saw it and he, he, the last thing he directed was a feature from 2013. So, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: oh. Yeah, it was twenty thirteen. I don't remember the Tom name. Tom Gormacon.
2: Well, I mean, for being one of his, you know, first features though, like did a great job.
3: Solid. Oh, he yeah, right. He did I hated this movie. He did that awkward moment, which was uh it's a rom com with Michael B. Jordan, Miles Teller, and Zach Efron, and they oh, each man. have their own girls and Never oh I hated it. It, it. it made me so angry. I can't even remember what, I remember watching it with my partner at the time and just being like, that movie fucking sucks and (laughs) just getting so angry. So, uh, this guy took a huge step up for this movie and, uh, this movie is very, very good. Uh, yeah, this is, yeah, he did a great job. I remember I was talking to Jake before this movie came out. I'm like, dude, how fucking scared would you be to write this script? because oh and like present it to well because Nicolas like Inc. yeah if you don't like I, I think i was reading and they were talking about how they were like it, it could have been different actors based on who wants it but like nicholas cage was the one they wanted and uh at times i think nicholas cage at one point when he was involved he wanted a different actor to play him yeah um, think he did and and it's just like man th- th- what a thing to think a whole chunk of your life into and like it could all fall apart with just one person Nicolas to- Cage totally. saying Cause, no
0: cause, yeah you can't I mean I guess you could recast a movie about Nicolas Cage with someone other than Nicolas Cage but at that point what's the point
2: yeah with, yeah, with yeah, the totally vibes would... of this movie that ju- I just that, I don't think that would have landed at all no absolutely no, I not I totally agree I'm, I'm happy he agreed to it
3: yeah, so that's Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Mikey, is there is there anything you, Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think you need I to go see it. Anymore. It's on streaming now, yeah. I think. <laughs> oh, is it? Excellent. Yeah. I highly recommend running it. Mikey, Sports, is there me. anything else you wanted to say about uh Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent? Uh
1: Not that it hasn't been said other I think I will echo that the acid trip scene is probably the funniest scene in the entire film. Um but yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I will ask around though, how many cold ones from the six pack would you all give it? Oh shit! Oh, dang, mm. a new. Damn, he just system. invented
3: a scoring system. <laughs> Damn, so one through six.
1: Yeah. I give it five. I think. Oh wow! Is that because of Nicholas Cage bias?
0: Probably yeah. Okay. Four or five. Four or five is probably what I'd be at with this. Uh, I'm gonna Stewart? say four. I'm gonna say four.
3: I'd... That fucks me up, dude, because I, I always go for, a, like, w- even when I use Letterbox, I ignore half scores. But So now I'm going from five to six, so yeah. I'm trying so, to, like, convert that in my head. Well, I really, like, for the type of movie it is,
2: it's, like, I have no, I don't really have any complaints about it. Like, it's not a movie that's going like, to, like, I mean, if you don't like Nicolas Cage, this movie, I feel, is probably not going to be, like the greatest of watches. I still think it'd be entertaining. No, no, no. But, but not, you can't...
3: Stuart, you need to rate it based on what you think. You can't consider what other people think. I'd give
2: it a four and a half
3: beers.
0: What's a half beer, Stuart? I you only drink take half
2: can, of it chop and the it rest in just goes... Do- and the rest I just couldn't And then he passed out. Pour it down <laughs> the drain.
3: Okay. Or I pass
2: out. So I'd give it four and a half and beers g- out of six. he got warm. I don't know. I'd give it like an... See, at this...
3: Four and a half. You already said it. four and a half. It. I'll That's go with four and a half beers. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll give it a four. I, I liked it a lot. Um not not the best comedy I've ever seen, but definitely one that I think everyone should watch. So definitely a four. Um or or everyone who loves Nicolas Cage, I should say, because obviously. Um I think even if you like haven't
0: seen a lot of Nicolas Cage movies though, but if you know yeah. who he is and like kinda know his ethos then you would probably still enjoy this movie quite a bit
2: i I agree if i may be slightly annoying i'm i'm gonna actually bring it up to a five because i genuinely have been so disappointed lately when it comes i know but when it comes to like comedies (laughs) and stuff in theaters and lately like outside of things like that are like a television series or something that's like streaming like i just haven't Seen a movie that I can think of in the longest time that was that funny. So I'm I actually will upgrade to a five. Like I, because I, it, it really is even take cage like the cage factor out of it. It is a genuinely funnily written movie. So I'm giving it five. Actually, I'm just upgrading it. Five
1: beers.
3: Uh, five finished, beers. How Matt, many beers, what did you Say how many? Uh, I said four. Four, Mikey.
1: <laughs> I would say four. Four. I I love the movie. I think it's it's great. I, I think, four is a very solid number if you're looking at a six pack. So it, I, true. I think it's pretty good. It's
0: weird too. Cause I feel like I saw this movie quite a while ago. So I feel like I'm mostly basing my opinion off like the memory of how I felt while watching it, as opposed to like what actually happened in a perfect world. I would have rewatched it and then have like come up with something a little more meaningful to say. Um, but that said, like, yeah, it's
1: really I think that's also fair, right? Like, I think Stewart pumping it up to five makes sense because I do think that an experience will heighten your reception to a film or really Mm -hmm. anything, right? Like, if you were in good company when you watched that thing or played that game, you're probably going to be more receptive to it because you had a fun time, therefore you associate that time with the event so it's able to bolster itself, so totally uh, you, that was the time you had a, or one of the few times you had a great comedy time in the theater yeah you raise it up that makes total sense i'll
0: tell you what, what's though. it called uh, top gun maverick that's a sixer
1: god damn it, that's I a can't sixer. Lie. it's a full Man, sixer
0: well, that's a sixer
3: that movie is oh, amazing wow. <clears throat> uh also nicholas cage wanted to play javi instead of himself
0: which honestly could have been uh, kind of funny that actually, yeah that could have
3: been funny <laughs> I mean, like, they I'm they happy they did
0: roles. But... <laughs> I almost wish there was a cut where they just switched roles oh, that would be good <laughs> oh, <laughs> but Pedro man. Pascal was still Nicolas Cage be that, that, would be it uh, that would be amazing
3: what's it called alright well that's the unbearable weight of massive talent moving on to the next movie I, I think <clears> this is the best movie of the year in my opinion so far so far I was about to say, we we got a lot lot to go. Yeah, we got half a year to go. And let me tell you, I'm looking at the list and. I have some movies I'm very
2: excited for.
3: Like what? There's Pearl. I'm very excited for Pearl. I know Matt hated X, but. um, I didn't hate it. I know. uh, (laughs) But (laughs) I I definitely, I'm definitely like really fucking curious. In, um, in terms of the, that there's already I'm, a sequel shot for that movie Well, they, they, no, shot
0: it, they shot it while they were shooting the first one because they had like a bunch of downtime on set I forget the details right well, he started he
2: start, yeah he's, he, would all, he was already writing for Pearl and then they were when they were wrapping things up I guess he talked to Mia goth about doing it and she said yes so I, I'm sure, I and then yeah I think they started right away but
3: well because I read that it was well anyway Northman <laughs> yeah, I know. I was about to say end. we're like way off. We don't run. want to. We don't get off unfocused. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let. I mean, Mikey's the guest, but he's also the Viking. He he loves Vikings. Like I, I the first time I ever met Mikey, I walked in on him kissing a poster of a Viking, and I was like, oh, that's weird. But you know, this guy seems all right. Let's have him on the podcast. You've never <laughs> kissed Mikey. a Viking
2: poster? Yeah, I think we all. Wait, have. That's why I
3: I've, I can't afford a Viking poster. Oh, I'll, I'll send you we're... one.
1: I have a couple. I'll just send them your Oh, home.
3: thank you, thank you. They've all right mikey smooched, what did you think but...
1: of the northman movie of the year by far movie of um, the year I, I do think everything everywhere all at once was very very good and that would have been the top and then fuck the i gotta see that that like the movie that came out that was just basically targeted right at me uh arrived cool. and i have seen that four times now. oh in the theater Three times damn. in the theater, Let's and then go. once uh, on digital. And I just ordered oh, the wow. book today. So hell yeah, dude! I,
2: I didn't even i i i got the regular edition without even knowing there was a steel book for it. Uh, I yeah, it I don't think the, the steel
3: book came to Canada. Yeah, I was
2: so bummed, but I saw that I was like, God damn it! I already got mine. But no, it, I I mean, I'm I'm just happy to have it physically.
3: Yeah, I honestly like not to I was spoil kind of if surprised. I liked the movie or not. Well, I mean, I, I was just kind of surprised that before I even saw it they were like, yeah, this is coming to 4K. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Uh, cuz like Robert Eggers films have been kind of iffy when it comes mm-hmm. to 4K, like unfortunately. He, God, he didn't he didn't have anything to do with the 4K of The Witch, which you know, directors don't usually, but he was unhappy with it and The Lighthouse hasn't come to 4K yet. So, I was just, I was yeah. pleasantly surprised that it was coming to 4k because i i fucking love this film uh Stuart, what do you what did you think of it
2: um after getting to watch it for a second time uh i'm with mikey in that i'm still well except i'm i'm i i'm not fully decided yet uh between this and everything everywhere all at once being my favorite movie so far this year i like because with northman i went in expecting um I mean, I I love The Witch and The Lighthouse. Uh, lighthouse is one of my I I just I love those movies. But, um, yeah, it, it it, I I I wasn't sure. It was I think the thing with me with this movie why it was amazing. I mean, it's incredibly well made, but I also appreciated that you know in comparative to what he's done before. This is a very just which I know I think I've seen some people complain about, but it's a very just straightforward revenge flick, but not in a bad way at all. Like, it's so, like, God damn. Like, I, it's been a while since I, there was a scene where I was just sitting there like, how the fuck did they shoot that without killing somebody? Um, <laughs> there's a couple movies that have been, done that, like the last, like, five, ten years or so, but this one I was just there like, holy shit. And I mean, the acting obviously is incredible. It's a gorgeous movie. I'm so happy that he had a bigger budget for it. Uh,
3: but I, I, yeah, I love this movie. A, big, a bigger budget he'll never get again. And that makes yes. me really fucking not. upset. That <laughs> I, was, I thought huge about that. Bummer. I'm
2: just like, God damn. Like he, this, oh, I want to do good. But um, quick shout out, though, as Mikey said, to Everything Everywhere All at Once. That movie's fantastic. I don't know if we'll ever talk about it, but
3: I, I, I love that movie. Uh, we're talking about it right now. Uh, S- Jacob, <laughs> what did you think of The Northman? So I got a couple caveats here. I
0: haven't seen everything everywhere all at once. I really want to see it now that it's on streaming, so I plan on seeing it very soon. Uh, also, this is going to sound incredibly pretentious, but I would say The Northman is my favorite film I've seen this year. But
1: Top Gun is my favorite movie <laughs> I've seen oh this my year. God. No, that's pretentious I, 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 bastard. I qualify things like that. Like I, I fully expect Thor to become my favorite movie this year. But Northman will absolutely be my favorite. Oh, you movie haven't though. seen
0: Top Gun? I bet you are gonna like like Top Gun more than. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe Thor will be really good. But Top Gun is fucking awesome.
1: But we'll, we'll prove it Very soon. Talented. It's fine. To,
0: to to talk on Northman though, I think like I I love that movie as well. I think the. Th- Thing that really stood out to me was, it just felt like so much more than a movie. Like especially seeing that in theaters, I'm so happy I saw that movie in theaters, and there wasn't any shitty people in the audience. Like when I saw Men, uh, but like it, I I just felt like I, I I, like forgot I was in a movie theater, and like that's that's why I love seeing movies in theaters. Is like if if the movie is good and you feel really absorbed into it, you're just like gone. And that movie especially, I was just like, all right. I'm in Iceland now. In what the 1300s, 1200s? I don't remember when it takes place. Uh,
1: it's the 10th 800th? century because it was 10th century 800. By. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all right.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I though, totally but agree, like, Jake. but like I, I was absolutely lost in that movie for the two and a half hours that was. And the, is it like, two and like, a like, half it, hours? Yeah, I think yeah. the movie's almost two and a half. Two hours, two hours. Jesus Jesus seventeen Christ, minutes. It goes
2: by quick,
0: but just like yeah everything works so well together, right? Like the cinematography is, is, is incredible. The sound design is great. All the acting is really, it, 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 it's amazing, right? Well, the main thing that like took me out of it, which didn't even really take me out of it. But one thing after seeing it, I was like, man, I kind of wish there was like a cut that was like in Nordic, you know, not like yeah. English, but then you have to realize that like, okay, you probably can't get these actors to act as well as they do while speaking a language they most likely don't know. Yeah, for sure. But all that said, yeah, that, that movie's awesome. Also brutal as fuck. And I love the revenge aspect. Cause like, yeah, the premise is kind of simple, but I think everything else about that movie really elevates the premise a lot more than what you might think. And I also love how it just like, didn't explain kind of shit to you. It was like, just like, yeah, this is just Viking shit. That if was, you know, you know. If you yep. don't,
1: Google it. <laughs> yep, that was my absolute favorite part. Also, the one part where I was like, this is alienating probably a large amount of people just from what's happening on screen at this moment or why certain things are okay in their culture that they're going through. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, live, Or like just certain... People showing up at certain times and being like, "Oh, that's iconography for this thing." Wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: I I think I, I I loved all of it, and I think no one brings you into a world like Robert Eggers. Like I, you, oh you yeah. get fucking transported. Um, I I I think my favorite thing about this film, and I never had a worry this film was ever going to be bad. I I, I have a lot of confidence in Robert Eggers. Um, but one thing I really fucking loved about this was how it didn't have a modern brain in it in terms of like, it's like morals and thinkings and the, and the way Viking culture was back in the day. For example, like the biggest example of this was with revenge. This movie doesn't condone revenge. This movie doesn't say revenge is bad. Um, revenge this guy's whole life and it's good that's what that's what he believes and that's what he has led to believe and has grown up to believe and sure when, when he uh spoilers when um when he finds out that he is going to be a dad um because he has impregnated a lady, he has jizzed in a lady's pussy, and now she's pregnant. Oh my god, um, Jesus, Matt! <laughs>
2: the fuck do you gotta go? Hey, like
3: that's him. how they did it back in the day, man. They Paint fucking. I think that's how picture. you still do it, Matt. Okay, sorry. I, I don't know how. I don't know how it works. I've never had sex before. Oh. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. He back in the day. They he to... he is he is he feels content in his revenge, and the only reason he goes back to kill. The last person of that bloodline (laughs) (laughs) is because he knows that if he doesn't, they will come for his kids. And at no point other than just her not wanting to lose her husband, does anyone say, you will not feel satisfied by this revenge. And the whole movie is very much like, no, revenge is a noble thing to devote your entire life to. Because that's how they fucking thought back then. They thought that, hey... Someone wronged you, you deserve to fucking devote your entire life to fucking ruining that person's
0: life. I didn't necessarily get that impression. Like I I get what you're saying, and the- that like there was no like like on the nose, revenge is bad. Like, and I'm thankful that's not there. But I also didn't feel like he felt justified doing what he did. You know, it was more just like uh, this is the way things played out and that's that, you
3: know, it, it just felt, it felt like you could interpret it either way. Right. I mean, I, at, at I, the, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can definitely I, see that at at the end of the movie, he definitely looked like he was pretty happy that he, he, uh, he avenged you, I, you, you father. He saved, I, I, he saved I, quotation I, mark mother and he killed. Uh, Ful- uh, oh god! I mean, yeah, my
2: thing with it is <laughs> I think when it comes to his, his, Mental status with revenge and how the movie treats it uh there is a I don't know how far we want to go into spoilers with it, but
3: when I mean it, I already spoiled yeah a huge man, part I mean you spoiled like the main act,
2: but there are some character things with others where like maybe so just some don't mention them say. if you don't need to so w- there is stuff revealed that he was unaware of about the circumstances of which his father died, and I think. I mean there are things he does in this movie that you can tell just from his face he did not want it to go that way cuz mm-hmm. it came out of nowhere emotionally and he wasn't that was not what he set out to do originally well, But I I I, I think he, I think in terms of like him and his quest for like vengeance like I think like he's pretty he has a he, there's a point where he questions it but I, I think that I don't think I don't know, I don't think that the movie like is like revenge is good or bad I think it's I'm, more well no no'm that's that's not what I'm
3: saying um, uh, okay, before I, we I'm, pass it to I'm, Mikey, I'm just saying that <laughs> the movie the movie does not have a fucking voice on whether it's good or bad. The movie is just presenting to you this fucking ages feelings about revenge and how it's not a. It's not trying to moralize a story that is, you know, doesn't need moralizing. I'm curious uh, what anyway. Mikey
0: thinks because he's seen it more than the rest of yes. us at this point. He's
3: also a Viking He is uh, a uh, aficionado.
1: Good word. Uh, yeah, so well one, I think it's really a movie about fate, because that's kind of what draws him into that. Like the line that his dad uses in the beginning of the film is um, you will be told to choose between your kin and your fury, or something along those lines. And he chooses to end the fury to save his kin because he wants to do both. That's why when he finds out that Olga is pregnant, he goes after um, Fjolnir because he knows that if he just goes with Olga, he's choosing his kin and they will be killed. But if he can go after Fjolnir and take out Fjolnir, he can save his bloodline and let them prosper because he sees the vision of them becoming royalty and being able to be safe. So he knows that he's pretty much going out, but he's going to go out hard and he's going to take down this guy who would ultimately try and end his line because of uh, him doing everything to end that person's line. Um, The other thing about the film too is this is a story that inspired Hamlet. Like, this is the Viking saga that Shakespeare was like. That's cool. Yeah, anagram for all myth. Hamlet, let's go. Um, so, <laughs> if you're there's no real spoilers if you've read anything in high school. Um, so I think we're pretty free <laughs> there. Yeah, they uh, Fair enough. they they focus a lot on just like fate being the thing that drives them because it's fate and battle that is what Vikings were big on. And there's no better way to go out than in combat in their eyes. So he could choose to just sit on a farmstead forever. Or he can do what does best, save his family, and get to Valhalla, a true warrior.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Well said. God damn, that movie's so cool. It's
1: so fucking good. He,
2: he, he, and and, and speaking of, you know, going out for his family... Man, does the man go out like a goddamn G. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like that scene is so intense, and it's not even that long of a fight, but it's so. I mean, there's multiple reasons why. Number one, like it's 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 two men in a volcano, uh, going at it, and uh, God, like it's. Uh,
1: I love it. Shot it. so well too, <laughs> like. It is, there's like that moment when Ameth first arrives and he's just like walking through like the rocks of the volcano. And it's like, it's lit in a way that you can't really get a lot of detail. So it's mostly silhouette. And so there looks like what is rocks behind him. But if you look carefully, you see where Fulnir is, but he just blends in with the shadows because of his positioning and waiting. So that Ameth like walks right past him because he doesn't even think he's there. Cause it's fucking dark, and then the rock moves, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's on!" And then they have like one of the most brutal sword and shield fights ever. Oh, that movie's so goddamn good. It is. I I also
3: really love, is. I love the the framing of that that final shot of the battle where you're not totally yep. sure who got hit. Other, I mean, one person obviously got hit, but you're well, not totally you a, sure what happened have, the other way. Right. Right. Yeah. Until you know the guy <laughs> falls down and and the sword is still in the air and it's like oh shit he got got too. Yep. yeah
0: i i think at the end of the day at, at the end of the day too like i will i will respect any creator you know director what what have you who is just like so dedicated to like trying to get things historically accurate as possible like obviously it's a movie and they took liberties, you know, when they had to and when, when it made sense. But like, I I just think it's so cool when, when creators are just like, no, we want to like try to make this as authentic as we possibly can, because like it is at the end of the day, right. It's part of everyone's history, you know, or many people's history. And it's just super fascinating to see like our interpretation of what that was as historically accurate as possible and and it's just so fascinating like, like i love that kind of stuff
1: i also like yeah. that he wasn't afraid to blend in the mythology to it either like the more supernatural elements totally Agreed. And, and,
0: and how it was kind of like it, it, it was played in the like it didn't feel like oh it was just a dream but it also was kind of played in a way that it was like like th- th- this this may have not actually happened, but it was probably like kind of the mindset of like what these characters were thinking at the time. Like when he falls down and gets that sword, like, yeah, like, like, like that was a journey that you know may have not happened in real life, but like that was a journey that was like happening in that character's head in order for things to make sense, you know. I, I, See, yeah, that's it's, that's, it's cool. that's the
3: meaning to him, that's yeah, totally, him, yeah, that's the Getting I'm trying to that get at. sword, yeah, yeah, it's it's it, I thought it was. fucking awesome right and i think like uh i i i just i i like i said like i it's 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 impossible to not be fucking sucked into that world i mean unless you're just not feeling the movie at all which i understand um i think a lot of people thought this movie was like gonna be his lord of the rings where it's where it's oh peter jackson made an accessible movie that everyone can watch But it's like I think. I think if you don't meet this movie halfway, it's probably
0: pretty tough to enjoy. But I think if you're willing to 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 take that step, I think I think there's a lot you can get out of it. And like I said, I've only seen it once, but I am already looking forward to repeat viewings. Like I ordered that 4K uh, Blu-ray because I want to watch it again.
1: Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, it's it's just so good, and there's just for me, there's a lot of moments that's just fucking awesome. Like the fact that you get to see Berserkers and that the Berserkers are either wolves or bears and he's like the Bjorn which is like the bear wolf essentially so he's like the perfect mix of both of them Um and even in body size like the bears are all big burly dudes and the wolves are actually smaller more lithe, but like still super fucking muscular um, I thought that was awesome like the fact that they weren't anywhere near like yeah, yeah. they did shrooms and it worked so having that be like a big focal point and like a rite of passage even for like young Allmyth was crazy um the him catching the spear and then throwing it right back at the dude is oh, that super is so old, dark so um, cool but like 100% from the saga of Allmyth too so it was cool to just like yeah we know you probably all saw this in Valhalla first like the video game but check it out here and from this person's actual story um and then just a lot of like imagery like there's almost always two crows around which is always symbolic or uh symbology for odin um right oh the fucking, the fucking
3: oh my okay well we're not gonna spoil that but go <laughs> but like
1: but like that was really awesome like the first thing you see in that film other than the volcano erupting is like the those two birds flying and you're like oh this is great um i love that and then the just like the mythos that the the film itself created for things like the Droger sword not being able to come out during the day because it is a night blade unless you're at the gates of hell and you're like fucking great
2: (laughs) when he he whips that shit out it's
1: it's so good and also also the dopest line of anybody in a movie who's about to kill someone is do not fear for you are the first of many like that is so fucking gangster like holy shit that's badass
2: i'm that and i I think one of the scenes too and it's not like like it's a it's a it's a it's a graphic scene but his first like message to the town where they're still like not sure about what's going on and who's doing what or something from like the gods or something like, when you see what, what it is, it's like, oh, this guy.
1: Yep. This guy and is going the ones, for the jugular. Those were the ones who had nothing to fear, for they were the first yeah. of many. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: And you're like, that's, oh that's like, for them, that's what they shouldn't be afraid Okay. Well, <laughs> we're in for a ride. Um, also. And the other...
1: Okay. Oh, sorry. Just real quick. It does give you one of the, like there's movies like this always have that character who you're like i hope you fucking die in the worst way possible and they give you that <laughs> in such a satisfying way for that character it, that you can't help but <laughs> applaud that person's death
2: the that that's the, I, the scene I, like earlier i was talking about with like like how that was shot
1: yeah it's so well done and
2: it's it's slow like, it's not a quick thing, but it's... Oh, my God. The other thing with this movie where, for people who might be, you know, disappointed lately with in movies with just the lack of, you know,
0: these... Gore, like, Stewart, do, say it. Say phys- it. Gore. Violence. Blood. Uh,
2: I was going to say physical locations, but... Oh, okay. okay. Uh, no, but, like, it was just so refreshing to have a movie again with just these wide, beautiful landscape shot in like on location and not have just a bunch of green screen like because like i i there's so many like warrior movies that have been in the last like five six years that have come out that have the green screen and like yeah there's a shot of just a cg castle or something and we'll just do like certain you know little shots here and there outside but most of it's like yeah like, this movie is so beautiful where they shot it and using natural light for scenes. It's just, I can't commend it enough.
0: Yeah, the it's cinematography in particular was like, I mean, I'm I'm the obnoxious person who sees a movie and like mostly is just watching for cinematography. Uh, but man, this movie delivered on that front that's for certain like there's so many shots in that movie that I just remember so well like the scene of him walking through the uh, that village when they pillaged it and like it's it's kind of like tracking him as he walks across or like just yeah cinematography is, is amazing that's yep. also when he a like,
1: dope ass sword kill where he just like holds it to that dude's neck and just keeps walking yeah, oh, yeah. I know.
3: that was <laughs> fucking cool
2: <laughs> like it's just another day yep <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I that I think we can all agree, finn fucking, fantastic movie. I really always, I every time I see a Robert Eggers movie, I just want to see what the fuck he does next immediately, and I wish I could push him to work faster, but that that would be un fucking cool. <laughs> yes, but <it> goddamn, <laughs> I'm so fucking excited to see whatever the hell he does next. Uh, but yeah, that was the Northman and uh i i, I think I, oh go ahead what were you gonna say i, I was, was gonna wrap, say i'm wrapping up
2: uh, we didn't do our beard number yeah well i, mean, I, I know, think it's I kind know, of that's, obvious that's what
3: we're about to do oh we're i thought you meant up.
2: wrapping up the episode that's why i interrupted
3: no no well, i'm wrapping i'm wrapping up the segment oh good okay i'm sorry. so so
2: do you okay i thought you had something
0: else to say
3: <laughs> no i thought you were gonna like actually end like we're going you guys to are so cute you should just kiss uh, well, no, I, I think Jeez. Stewart should just relax. He needs he needs a nice stiff drink and a night. He needs to give himself a massage and just relax.
2: I don't like that, but
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to relax. All right, all right, boys. So pull pull. How many how many of the six from uh, how, how much of a six pack are you pulling out of the the fridge of the nuclear one? fridge? You gotta how say many it. N- uh, of the nuclear I'm fridge. How uh, many pull- of I'm, I'm, six cold ones are I'm you pulling out? I'm taking a
0: six pack right out.
3: That's a sixer
0: for
1: me. Hell yeah. Michael? Same. I, yeah. Even with my bias, I I would heavily say six pack. Hell yeah.
3: Uh, Stuart. This is a six pack. It's a full six pack from Stuart. This is
2: a full six pack.
3: I'm going to take that fucking... I'm going to take that fucking six pack and fucking... Bite the fucking cans open with my teeth like a Viking. That's how much I fucking love this movie. I will fucking drink beer like a Viking would if they found aluminum cans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they had aluminum cans to bite into. No. They, they gotta, would just uh, go, How do I open this? Ah, I
3: could just tell bite you this, into it.
2: If they did, Alexander Skarsgård would go right through them. Yeah. That I man will. Is, goddamn.
1: Talking about like biting or like biting a can, I like, this is one of the few movies where I, after I got out of it, I was like, I think I just need to roar like that is the only (laughs) way I had getting out especially like after that last scene because he's just like fucking yelling at Fjolnir for three minutes or whatever like I yeah this is visceral let's fucking go dude I get it yeah
3: my friend told me he once saw uh, a person on the street bite into a can to open it (laughs) (laughs) like the side of the can (laughs) oh uh, which is how I imagine uh you know what I think he thought he was so okay. more more power to him yeah. Yeah. good for him yeah, yeah good for him he <laughs> needs some dental work <laughs> he's living his saga. his have best you,
0: life have you seen anyone open up like uh, bottles with their with their molars in the back they are like oh my the, the, god, god. I, dude, I hate i it. have an I, I have this terrible image <laughs> of my head of just like the teeth just like cracking like yes. falling apart like oh i would never do it I have a friend so who was, used to do it all the time, and he finally stopped because, like, I think he went to the dentist, and they were like, "This does not look right." And he was like, "Oh, it's probably because I open beers with my molars." And I'm like, "Yeah, oh my god, probably
3: don't do that, dude." My, I went to a wedding once, and my girlfriend's brother, who I was who I knew before her, I was really good friends with him. He, he brought Corona to the wedding because no one was serving drinks because it was like a a Christian wedding. I think we went to a bar. At the res- at the like golf course to get drinks, um, But he like brought coronas wedding. and he just pulls out a, a Corona in front of his parents, his sisters, his sister's boyfriends, everyone, his uncles, his grandparents, and he just with his teeth, wow. <laughs> and everyone is just like I start laughing my ass off because I know him, and then his parents, everyone is just horrified. <laughs> i mean it, i'm like with jake
2: it's more just like the thought of that just not going right i don't like oh, it. oh
3: as long as it's not happening to me i enjoy it i mean yeah i guess if i
0: if i'm not doing it sure but like at still it's like you know it's my friends usually and i'm like hey we got a bottle opener we can do too or you know you can do the other trick where you use two bottles hit it against the table Oh, that or you just use two, you use the other bottle and you, and and you pop it off that way, which works. I mean,
3: it's not ideal, but it's better than using your teeth. That's what I I love knocking on the side of a table, then winking at the nearest chick and being like, What's up, baby? And then she leaves. She looks at me disgusting. You mean you damage
2: the property of the restaurant or bar you're at? I was (laughs) going
0: to say, because if it's like a wood countertop, like you're leaving a dent in there if you do that.
3: Oh, Yeah. 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 I mean, I'll, I can take a picture of my desk and show you there's just a long line of paint chipped but, off of but it that's it's, your
2: desk that's
3: okay, yeah, I know well, I mean but it's also like I don't know it's cool what if that's the price of being cool, Stuart. you wouldn't know damaging uh, other people's right. property that's cool. exactly, Mikey, thank you wait, so wait, much wait, for wait, joining wait, wait, us this wait, week wait.
0: before we wrap up, I gotta say. I watched the Evil Dead remake, the uncut version of the 2013 Evil Dead. Oh, and good. good fucking God, that movie is brutal. It is a very brutal movie. The I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the uncut, so it was worse. But holy shit, some of the scenes, I was like, how the fuck did they get away with this? I still to this day do not understand how that got wide release. It's wild like I imagine in the theatrical release they shorten some of that shit down but Jesus Christ like when well, she in the saws her version, arm off good lord.
3: I think in the theatrical version at the end it is just completely red like they, they completely redded it out isn't that true Stuart? That's so, how I remember seeing it first. In the theatrical version. Like, it's, you know how there's, there's all that blood at the end? Yeah. Like, they just made everything red so that it just looked like it was, like, raining. Well, like, there were, like, it, a couple things with yeah. it.
2: Because, number one, they wanted to, because the 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 demon is, like, naked in that scene. So I'm sure they wanted, I, I, I don't know how many red flags you get before you go into, like, like NC-17 territory. But they did like. I mean, the unrated cut has that scene, but it's it's not as prevalent. So you're seeing more of the details of the gore that's going on, um, and like, there's like less of a cutaway. Like the the thing that gets me in that movie is the the uh, um, uh, the licking the blade scene, oh, which in the yeah. un- uncut version goes on much longer. <laughs> when, when she
0: cuts her tongue in half, yeah. I was like, Good lord, uh, it's
3: it's it's. <laughs>
0: it's so screwed up it is so screwed up to be honest though, i really did enjoy that the the remake of evil dead like i obviously i prefer the other ones more but i i think like they figured something out you know like i i I, yeah i I think overall i enjoyed it definitely prefer evil dead
3: one and two but i think uh i think they do some cool shit in that movie yeah, agreed. It, it's it's a valiant effort, and it fucking worked. Yeah, Fatty Alvarez did a great job. All right, well, thank you wait, wait, so much wait, for joining wait, us. Wait. Oh, my fucking no, I'm just God. i I don't have anything to okay. say. Okay, I, I was going to say, is this gonna, are you going to be the next Stuart?
0: No, Stuart, Stuart's the Stuart. You say that like that. I'm just giving Stuart a little bit of a break, because you were being mean to Stuart, so I figured you, I'd, Jake. I'd I, do this for him.
3: And, and
2: what's wrong if Jake wanted to interrupt like me at the end, Matt? Uh, no, because cause
3: Jake Jake is usually the and one being like, wrap Mikey's it up. Here. We should be able
2: up. to talk about oh. more than just two things with Mikey. Okay, it's always Stuart. a pleasure. It's great. Yeah. Oh, my Fantastic. God. Fantastic. Phenomenal. I have oh, never been God. more excited to keep talking about things <laughs> when Mikey is here. Yeah, and we're going to talk
3: more as soon as we hit stop recording. <laughs>
2: well, you know, you
3: yeah, say we're going to play Evil Dead.
2: Well, yes, but I do need to say um, because I don't want to like keep forgetting about saying it because Jake was the one that told me to do this, and he's brought it up on the podcast. If you have not watched it yet, watch Severance. It's phenomenal.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Severance is really
3: good. It Matt, is have you seen so Severance yet? Good. I absolutely won't until Stuart helps. lets me end this podcast. I can't let him do that. Um, <laughs> We're not going to far... end this podcast until you watch Severance. Yeah, we're just going to just keep going. I promise by the next episode, I will have watched at least one episode. Oh, and if it's as good as you guys say, I'm sure I will have watched all of it. Also,
2: I watched the first <laughs> season of I Think You Should Leave. And it's also amazing. Good. Well, guess what?
1: Thank amazing. you for joining us this week, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, Mikey. You're our
3: favorite guest to have on the show. M- you've, you've been here a lot.
1: Mikey. I will come back anytime. You know this, Stuart. What would I you like to, to say, I have to Mikey? Talk to Mikey, real quick. Uh, <laughs> what
2: did you think of Christian Bale's look for Thor?
3: Oh my God! No! <laughs> no! 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 <laughs> no. My, no! 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 No!
2: Shut your goddamn! Uh, nah, eh, eh, eh.
3: Eh, eh. All right, <laughs> but can <laughs> I can I say my thought? Can I say my thought on did Christian ask, Bale's look I, for Thor? No, first? I didn't ask you. I asked no, Mikey. No! No! I, I, asked I, I, asked I asked our guest. I will ask our guest. If you let I me our guess. say my opinion first, no I will let. It. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of my, The Nuclear Fridge. I, no, I can't no, wait to no, see you all next no. week. I don't want to discuss then, this off podcast. Have a fantastic wait, wait, weekend wait, wait, with a wait, cold one wait, from wait, The wait, Nuclear wait, wait, wait. Fridge. No, because we want to plug the Discord
2: and stuff. We want to plug all cool. that. Let us just have this one sentence worth of a question
3: and then join you, you the discord everybody. The and then we'll we, you guys, I will Mikey. clue you into what our, Mikey you thought you know, it's after rude the to podcast. Not, it's
2: rude to not let your guys say their answer.
3: <laughs> no, it's rude to <laughs> just,
2: you know, our, our <laughs> episode, this will be our shortest episode with Mikey still with this no, one why? answer. No, so one let him say You were that, that was I, shorter <laughs> than this. You know what? I don't give a shit. I just want to know his thoughts on that one
3: thing. All right, Mikey. Jake what are interrupted your
2: twice this time. I'm interrupting once because I want Mikey. He used, up your, he used up your
3: interruptions. He used up your interruptions. We have a guest. We could have done this
0: already. <laughs> All right,
3: Mikey. What do you think do of you Gore, think? Of the God Slayer? Yeah. I think he looks really
0: good.
2: <laughs> I agree. Thank you. Awesome. Mikey. Thank you for right.
3: listening, everybody. On the uh, thank you for listening. There. Make sure to join the Discord. Links on our Twitter account and our Gmail. That was this our week's Gmail our Gmail. episode <laughs> of the Nuclear Fridge. You didn't say our Gmail. I cannot wait to see you all next week when we release another episode. But until then, we still have a a fantastic weekend (laughs) with a cold one from the nuclear fridge.
2: And we still have a Gmail.